welcome to the Live Uncommon podcast with me, Teresa Lim. I believe in the power of the human spirit and the fascinating stories it tells. Every week, join me as we pay tribute to extraordinary real-life stories of hope, faith, courage, and breakthroughs. May they be a shining beacon of inspiration and a reminder that we are not alone. I hope you find great value in this episode. You ready? Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to another wonderful episode of The Life Uncommon. And with me today is a very dear friend and sister in Christ, Natasha Roberts, whom I had the wonderful chance to meet last year when I was traveling around Canada in Toronto. Uh, Natasha Roberts is a very dear friend and she's also the beautiful co-owner of Space Vintage based in Kensington Market, Toronto. And for those of you out there who's not heard of Space Vintage, Space Vintage is a beautiful mother-daughter black-owned vintage clothing store and awesome, awesome brand. So in this episode today, I would love for Natasha to share her journey um, on how she started Space Vintage with her mom. Actually, it was her mom who started Space Vintage first and Natasha took over subsequently. And I would love Natasha to share the evolution of Space Vintage, where it was, uh, what it is today and where it's heading towards her evolution as a human being and what she has learned and grown through different seasons as the business started to evolve and change as well. So a huge, huge welcome to Natasha. Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for coming on board the show. So um, a bit of context. Uh, Natasha and I met about a year and three months ago. And at that time, I had just arrived in Toronto and I was on my own and I was walking down the streets of Kensington Market, which was right smack in Chinatown. And I remembered seeing this uh, vintage store, which had so many beautiful dresses and clothing just outside of the boutique. And I thought, oh my God, I want to go in and check it out. So I went in and the first person to greet me was this beautiful woman with this like massive, beautiful hair. And I remembered that you were wearing this dress. And I thought to myself, oh my God, I wonder if she has an extra dress that looks exactly like this because I want to buy it. And I think I ended up buying three jumpsuits three or four jumpsuits from you yes. Tasha mm -hmm. yeah over a course of like four or five days and you know that became my favorite store in Toronto and it still is and um, I remember meeting you and your mom and the both of you you know really shining from the inside out like you you have you both have such a beautiful heart for people and I could see that you really cared for the community you really had so much passion for the business and it was just so wonderful to be able to be in your company for those couple of days that I was in Toronto so thank you for that thank you for the friendship as well thank you likewise likewise honestly it was so great to have you in space we just hit it off right away and got into so many great conversations and you slayed in all your jumpsuits you became Girl. an official jumpsuit queen <gasps> thank you <laughs> thank you you do have an awesome collection of clothes like I remember trying them on I thought okay yeah I want to buy this one and this one and this one there wasn't a single piece 
I tried on and I thought, I don't want you to. Looked, yes, you looked amazing in everything you tried on. It was just like Thank one you. after the other. It was a show-stopping piece. <gasps> Thank you, babe. I love you so much. Thank you. <laughs> okay, yeah. so um, let's, let's go on, with, um, let's go on with, the, with the interview because I'm so excited for as many people as possible and listeners of this show to, to really get a glimpse of Space Vintage, how it all started, the beginnings mm. of Space Vintage. And I would love for them to also get to know you the way I know you, because you're such a beautiful force in this world and everyone needs to know Natasha Roberts. So wow. Natasha, do you want to start off by just maybe giving us a quick background on Space Vintage and how you yeah. and your mom got together to start this beautiful business? Well, thank you so much for such a wonderful introduction. Thank you. That means so much to me. Um, so my background starts um, with uh, my mom. My background in business starts with my mom. She founded the business in 2003. And I, you know, wanted to be a partner to my mom, even though I was very young. My mom started the business as a young single mother. And I just naturally had the motivation to, you know, assist my mom in any way that I could. And so my mom started to give me different tasks to do. So I would do the grunt work um, and pay my dues and, and pricing and steaming, all that kind of grunt work. And later on, I moved into customer interaction and I started to uh, hand out flyers um, in downtown Toronto and I had to identify who our customer was, what, what the space managed customer was all about. So it really helped me to learn about people and different types of people and understanding their style and um, even like the, their culture. So to understand just different types of people and cater to different types of people at a really young age. So I made my first sale at the age of six. Amazing. And I was working in the store and, and making transactions. My mom would go for coffee right across the street and watch the store from across the street and leave me in it to talk wow. to the customers and assist them. So uh, that it was a really a great form of of education and um, not only just learning about business but learning about connecting with people and I, I started to build really meaningful relationships with inspiring women from a very young age. The fact that your mom actually left the shop in the hands of a six year old kid, <laughs> I think <Yeah>. that's incredible. <laughs> and just like watch, watching from afar, having her coffee and just going, yeah, I think my daughter will be okay in there. <laughs> How, yeah, how she do you, showed me. She showed me the ropes. <laughs> that is so amazing. How do you feel, Natasha? Obviously, growing up, you know, in an environment where you were constantly surrounded by different people from different walks of life at such a young age, how do you think this shaped you in terms of who you are now? It's made me an extremely compassionate person. From a very young age, I had to deal with, you know, just people coming in with so much vulnerability and sensitivity coming into a store you're you're met with vulnerability because you most of the time are looking at yourself in the mirror and and facing yourself so i was introduced to so many different people who were at different stages of their life and i was fortunate enough to have them open up themselves to me and share their stories with me at such a young age so I'm, I'm so grateful for that kind of upbringing and that childhood to have, you know, so many different people around me all the time um, because so many people have inspired me and motivated me just in, in how I do business and, and how I lead my life. So I've had 
just so many women and, and men inspire me from such a young age. So I think building that connection with people from a young age has developed like a great sense of love and compassion in me. Yeah. And I think that's so beautiful to be afforded that opportunity to develop character, you know, as you said, love and compassion and even empathy and your ability to connect with different people on their level, being able to understand where they're coming from. And I guess from what, what you mentioned before, from a fashion point of view, being, being able to get insights into what makes them tick, what the triggers are, what they love, you know, what they aspire to be and be able to bring all of that into the business side of space vintage as well and also growing that client base you know and having like a group of people who resonate not just with the brand and the clothes but with the people who who run it with you and your mom which i think is so important Mm -hmm. definitely and just going beyond going beyond fashion and going beyond clothing and going straight into the heart of a person the heart and the soul of a person um so yeah i'm i'm very fortunate to have that and I've seen people and, and grown with them. So I've, I've, people have come to our store fresh out of university and um, ready to take on, you know, their life and their career. And now they're married with kids. So it's great to go through all the great major milestones in a person's life with them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a beautiful segue into the next question that I actually have for you, which is the Mm -hmm. milestone of Space Vintage, because I know she's gone through Mm -hmm. so many changes (laughs) and so many transformations. And, you know, I think Space Vintage Mm -hmm. is, as a brand, it's so lucky to have you and your mom at the helm, you know, and I, and I also believe that through mm-hmm. the different stages of change and transformation and challenges that you have mm-hmm. also grown together with Space Vintage and, and, you know, your growth and your testimony is, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's infused into the story of Space Vintage. So I'm aware that, you know, Space Vintage started in Honest Ads and now you've mm-hmm. obviously relocated from that location to Kensington Market. So would you like to speak a bit about that transition? Definitely. So yeah, Space Vintage has gone through a lot of change and tra- transition and transformation. A large part of our business journey has been in Mervish Village by Honest Ads, which is a famous Toronto landmark. And it recently got demolished. It was in about 2016, 2017. They're still in the process of redeveloping um, that neighborhood that we were previously a part of. It was definitely very challenging to even imagine a future outside of that community that we had been in the whole way through from the very beginning. Even though there was transformations in different locations in that neighborhood, that neighborhood was the foundation of of our business and um, we were a part of a community. And yeah, so the the challenge was definitely there and we were met with the challenge of being displaced and and overcoming gentrification and developing and changing with our cities. I guess it's about being adaptable and adapting to crisis. So yeah, in in that time, it was definitely difficult because we had occupied the whole building. So we were not just, you know, space vintage, but it was, it was also our home. And we decided to occupy the whole building so that we could be closer to our customers and tend to their needs as soon as they need us. We could just basically go right downstairs. And it, so it was a great opportunity to just to be right there with the business. And then when you, when you consider 
being displaced, then you, you're really losing it all because you're not only losing your sense of livelihood and your business, but you're, you're, you're losing your home as yes. well. You know, I never thought that I would ever be met with such a challenge to completely resurrect my whole life because I, I did lose everything. And I think people have heard bits and pieces of the story and it's, it's hard to fully express the inner struggles of losing everything. And I think people see me and they can't really associate me with losing everything. And it's really because I I had to rely on my faith and I had to trust in God. Um, I went through, you know, constant, like fervent prayer and and thanksgiving thanking god for what i had even if you know to most people it would look like i was in the midst of really having nothing and, and losing everything so i think what what helped me to overcome the situation um and to be able to relocate was was mainly the grace of god uh it was such a miracle to find our new location there was so much competition in the city because with with the developments taking place in the city and different neighborhoods changing, it becomes very uh, difficult to find a, find a spot of your own when everybody else is searching for a spot of their own. You know, finding Kensington was a saving grace and a gift from God and an answered prayer and started to see my life change. And then that slowly but surely process became this miraculous suddenly kind of process where God just transforms your life suddenly. And I, I start to see like the immediate grace and blessings and answered prayers starting to, to manifest and take place in my life. In this time now, with COVID affecting business and, and retail and brick and mortar shopping, I feel like I'm, I'm better prepared for a crisis like this because I've already been through losing it all and and I've already been tested like in my faith where now I'm, I'm mature spiritually I'm, I'm a, I've, I've been maturing in my faith I've been watered in that and, and growing so right now it's just an opportunity for me to continue to mature in my faith continue to grow in God um, continue to exercise my faith and to to prove God through through never giving up and and rising above and overcoming thank you so much that was such a beautiful testimony you know and I feel like God really came through for you the way you came through for yourself and for him too you know your story really reminds me of King David uh, when he was writing Psalms the book of Psalms where in the midst of him being in the valley in the midst of crises in the midst of the darkness he was praising God first he felt the flesh he felt the, te the temptings of the flesh to mm be sad and, and to be mourned and all that. And that's okay because we're all human beings and we all have all these feelings, right? But we are not those feelings. So your story mm -hmm. just reminds me of King David in spite of the pain that's in him, that's around him and the loss of hope, he was still using his lips and his face and his faith, not his face, his faith mm -hmm. to praise God. And I feel like, you know, when you said that even in the midst of this pandemic, this current COVID-19 pandemic, you know, I'm sure it has taken a hit on every single small business um, in the world. And I'm sure it's affected mm -hmm. you as well. The fact that you have 
a um, historical experience that God has come through for you, that he has restored more than 100% to you, you know, your home, your business, your, your, your state of mind, your friendships, your community, that he would do it again. You know, and because mm-hmm. you have that faith and because you refuse to look at false reports and you decide to believe in the report of God. And I think having that frame of mind and posture in believing in his promises for you, that he will deliver you, he will restore you, he will bless you through his grace. That is why Mm -hmm. every single situation that you're going to be in, you're going to prosper, you know, according to Mm -hmm. his riches in heaven. I think that's such a beautiful testimony. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm so, I'm so, so touched, man, girl. Thank you so much. And, and yet, thank you for saying that. It's just, it's just by the grace of God alone. I'm, I'm really, really covered under, under grace. I really shouldn't be here where I am. There have been many people in my position who have lost their businesses and were not able to recover. And, and so I'm just, I'm very grateful um, that I, I am where I am today. And this is just not by my works at all, but just by the grace of God. Absolutely. And by the grace of God and also your faith in him, you know, Mm -hmm. for better times to come, you know, he has seen you through the worst of the worst. You know, I honestly cannot Mm -hmm. think of, I mean, I, I can, but you know what you went through in 2016 or 17 for three, four years ago, that was, I mean, for anyone to go through that, to, to lose their home, to lose their community, to lose the business, to, to lose your confidence it's no joke, you know, everything was burnt to the ground. And yet look at you now, you know, you're thriving. So much prosperity in you. There's this glow and brightness in your eyes and you're still smiling. And I think that's wonderful. And I know you're giving back to society like so much more than you did before. And really it is by the grace of God that you are in this situation now. And I, sister, like I pray and I wish that this will continue for you because you have always been a blessing to people. I know you have been a blessing to me. Thank and, you so much. Likewise. Honestly, like I feel, you know, this is such a great gift that you're giving back to everyone. So thank you. Thank I love you it. so much. Yeah. So inspired by you, man. Like I remember having coffee with you at Fika. Was it Fika? Fika, right? Yes, Fika Cafe, my absolute favorite cafe in Toronto. It's located in Kensington and they're my neighbors. Oh my God, so, so good. Like, I remember that conversation I had with you and Fika and I had just, um, I had just found God at that time and I was sharing Mm -hmm. with you about my journey. Well, it wasn't really a journey. It was just one, one trip to church in New York where I found him and you know, I remember sharing that with you and I felt like you really understood where I was coming from. And it was just so nice to meet someone who can just, you know, look at you in the eye and just listen to your story and be so present. And, and I felt like that was your gift. That was your blessing to me. And I'll never forget that. We were set outside. I think we're drinking, what were we drinking? We're drinking chai latte, I think. And it was such a beautiful the, the day. Cardamom, the cardamom spice latte. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> but I, I absolutely agree it was such a blessing and it's, it's an amazing thing to to meet in a city like Toronto mm. uh, two people from you know other sides of the world and connecting you know and in God connecting them together I think it was, it was really beautiful 
Absolutely, absolutely. And it's so beautiful like to see one year on, you've grown so much as a person. And mm-hmm. it's just so wonderful to see that like in spite of us being initially in a lockdown, I don't think you allowed that to get in the way of your personal development and your contribution to your family and community. So do you want to speak a little bit about like how this pandemic, especially in the initial stages, like how it impacted the business and what happened during that time? Right. So at the beginning of the pandemic in Toronto and Canada, we were forced into a lockdown. So businesses like a a space like mine, Space Vintage, a brick and mortar shopping retail store had to be closed down um, and yeah, closed to the public. So I had to temporarily close. This lockdown started in March and it went all the way until I think the end of the summer. So I lost a really big chunk of you know the most exciting and profitable time of the year for me Mm. i practically miss my whole you know the season like my my season for for my product well my the most exciting season at least so i I really have only been open for about five weeks now and i decided to not focus on i think my the old way of doing things I, I guess I will maybe the old way is not the right way to say it but it's just my personal process and business I didn't really focus on oh well I have to go to the store and I, I have to do curbside pickup now and I have to pack and, and ship for people locally I really took the time to develop a strategy that is long lasting and gives my business a, a future beyond this and, and, and a future that's COVID proof and, and, and just can withstand anything. So I was in a, a, a process and, and in a time of deep reflection, strategy, and first and foremost, prayer, uh, like meditating on, on God and God's word. So I put God first in the time of lockdown and I really, I put my business second, third, fourth, fifth. I had to really focus on God first in order to even get a sense of revelation about, about what to do in this time. You mentioned about making sure that the business, you know, moving forward would be COVID proof and not just COVID proof, but virus proof as well. Like whatever pandemic comes up next. So we, we don't know what's going to happen even tomorrow. You know, mm-hmm. something could come up and then the world goes back into lockdown again. So is there, is there a plan in the near future for how you know, the business model for Space Vintage might take shape and it might be different? If it's okay and if you're comfortable sharing with all of us, like what plans do you have in the pipeline? There's definitely a plan. I, I definitely have plans to innovate and revolutionize the vintage industry. So that's something that I'm continuously working on and strategizing. Um, but for now, the most, I guess, um, short-term plan is launching the brand online. Um, so oh we're hoping gosh, to launch. Yes. Yeah, we're yes. hoping to launch uh, this this winter season for the holiday season. So, are you going to ship internationally, or at least are you going to ship to Singapore? That's very important. Of course, yes. <laughs> we're definitely. Yes. I'm definitely yes. going to you. <laughs> oh my god! I'm definitely going to be sending you more jumpsuits to slay in in Singapore, girl. Oh my gosh. Like, I don't care if you don't ship to Korea or Japan or Malaysia. That's fine. Just ship it to Singapore because I want it. (laughs) 
I, <laughs> I will not, I won't be leaving anybody out, but it will definitely, I'll definitely be, be um, Singapore first. Singapore first. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that is awesome. That is a huge evolution of the business, right? Like mm-hmm. to go from brick and mortar to an e-commerce website that, that must take a lot of mm-hmm. investment and time, put all your inventory on, online and making, pe- making sure people have access to it, you know, doing the shipment mm-hmm. and the fulfillment. Mm-hmm. That is really exciting. Yeah, it's been a long time coming, but we've we've had such an amazing time just having such a close connection to our customers in store and, and building community that it never really seemed like top of mind or a major priority because we just loved what what we did in store and what was taking place in store. We definitely in the meantime we've been strategizing ways to build that connection online and and create similar kinds of moments and experiences online. So I'm excited for what's to come. I am so excited for you. There is like mm. just so much to do. There's so many opportunities out there and I love how you're so focused on like the present and what the present would manifest into the future and then having prayer. Mm as the thing that holds everything together to accelerate the growth and the transformation. I love it. So good. Like I I feel so hyped up now. It's only like 10.30 a.m. in Singapore (laughs) on a Tuesday morning and I'm so hyped up. This is amazing. (laughs) So great. You know, just before we go, um, I always like to ask uh, my guests on my show to share a message or a word you know, some words of encouragement and advice for this season for anyone who is maybe looking to start out and start their own business or maybe mm-hmm. are currently going through a season of change and transformation because you, you, you have gone through all of that and mm-hmm. I would love for you to share just some gems of advice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I would say it's, it's a simple saying and... I'm sure many people listening have heard this before, but I encourage everyone to take a leap of faith. To me, what that means is is walking by faith, not being able to see what's around the corner, but to have a vision that hasn't manifested in, in reality. It hasn't come to life physically, but to believe in it with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, And to just take any step you can, even if it's the smallest step, even if you're afraid, even if you are nervous, if you have doubts, take that step. Because when you take that step, you are stomping on fear. You're stomping on doubt. Yeah. So so don't be afraid to take that leap of faith. And that might sound like a cliche, but when you put it in practice, it's real. And, you know... If for, for people who may not necessarily rely on God to, to, for, for a source of strength and faith, I also encourage you to, I would say, be open-minded. Be open-minded to a power greater than you, because sometimes it can be exhausting relying on your own strength. And so in, in this time, in this world, you know, there's, there's so much media out there. There's so many stories out there that might maybe confuse you when it comes to finding a direction and a path that leads you to forming a connection with God. But I think, again, taking that leap of faith will help you to be one step closer to God, to your creator, 
and into into your purpose, the purpose that God has planned for you. So yes, I encourage people to take that that one that one step and um, and to know that and to be be sure of what you're doing. Believe in it a hundred percent. And know that you can come out of any situation. I didn't know that I would be here today. There were things that I I saw in my mind and I believed in them and I'm seeing them. And it's such an amazing, amazing feeling to be able to give God the praise and and to glorify God and say, God, you, you saw all these things in my mind and in my heart that I had hoped for, that I'd prayed for. And you, you made it happen by your grace, by your power, like, so amazing to see prayers answered so don't be afraid to pray big dream big but you can really pray big and and see see what happens in your life so take the leap of faith amazing yeah i think you know be bold and Mm -hmm. ask boldly and just walk Mm -hmm. boldly because we really don't have anything Mm -hmm. to lose really and even if people's opinions about us going oh that's you know you're being egoistic you're being overconfident yeah, but so what? Like, this is my journey. You know, I, I want to be overly confident in what I can do because this is my ability. This is my passion. This is my dream. So I want to dream big. You know, I, I don't just want to shoot for the stars. I want to shoot for everything that's higher than, than that. And I think your advice about, you know, believing that there is a higher power and it might be God, it might be a divine power. It doesn't really matter. Like fill in the blanks on what that is like for you, but there is a bigger and wider power that's out there that is for you and that's not against you. I love that advice, you know, mm. walking in faith and taking that leap of faith. It's so important. Mm. I love it. And look at what he has given you. You know, you are a walking testimony of, you know, walking by faith and taking that leap. I love it. And I, mm. I really hope that this episode has not just given great value to whoever has listened in, but also sort of, you know, set fire you know in your belly and kind of go like yes i can do this and not because natasha can do it but everyone can do this all of us can manifest and live the best life because we all deserve it i can't i really can't do anything i i just i rely fully on god like if i i need like god is like my battery my life source it's like i i'm nobody i'm nothing God is present and and purpose is activated when God is present. So, you know, we are all vessels to make manifest the glory of God. And if you're open and you trust and be vulnerable, it's, 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 it's a, it's a process of vulnerability as well. So absolutely. We're all capable of, of great things. And you are the perfect example of that. And I'm so happy that you agreed to do this um, recording with me. It really means a lot, you know, and not just because, you know, you're my friend and you're my sister in Christ and I'm so inspired by your story, but also you've taken this time and I know it's really late for you now in Toronto, just taking this time, you know, amidst your very busy schedule to just share your story with myself and whoever's listening in. So thank you so so much and i love you very very much as thank well. you so much teresa for having me and spending your morning with me and oh, i'm so honored. yeah i'm so so honored to be here and thank you for creating this platform for me to share my story and to um just tell people for the first time really like what god has done for me all praise mm-hmm. to him yeah Amen. and i wish you all the best um i wish you love peace Mm -hmm. and joy and favor in all areas of your life in health 
your relationships, you know, with your parents, with your parents, your mom, your community, your friends. And, you know, I'm so excited to see where Space Vintage is going in the next couple of months, going into 2021. And girl, I cannot wait to buy all the jumpsuits on <laughs> like next year to me 2021 is a year of jumpsuits yes i will pick some out especially for you oh my god thank you babe <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> okay thank you so much for your time today and awesome. we will speak to thank each other you. soon so for any of you who wish to um get in touch with natasha roberts you can find her instagram handle on the description of the podcast but if you wish to take it even further you can always come contact me and i'm very happy to put you in touch with this incredible human being have a lovely evening in toronto and wherever you are i wish you all the best and god thank speed. you so much same to you thank you Teresa. Thank you for tuning in and I hope you were inspired and got great value out of this episode. This podcast is very much yours as it is mine. If you have a personal story you would be open to sharing or know of someone who does, drop me a message and let's connect. If you have enjoyed the show, hit the subscribe button, share it with a friend and follow me on Instagram at underscore the life uncommon for updates on new weekly episode drops. See you then.